Think about it. Everything is polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on Uncensored tonight. Nice, clean little bandwidth. No one else is using it. Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited like a dirty thought in a nice, clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. The little attitude for all of you in white bread land. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? Yeah, buddy. Are you out there? Are you listening? God bless you all. Thanks for joining us. Hope you guys had a great weekend. You're looking at the new layout for the show. I hope you guys like it. It's uh, it's going to be a test to see if we can get it all to work. But first of all, you're looking live at the foxhole.app. That's right, the foxhole.app. It is uh, a free speech platform unlike any other. Do me a favor. Grab the link for the show or the chat. You can either do it right over here in the top right. It'll, it'll pop out. Uh, and you can share the link. You can pop out the the uh, the chat here as well if you want to do that. And also, um, do me a favor. Support these guys. Support the Fox without app. Do me a favor and buy those guys a cup of coffee. Tom, the uh, Brothers Uncensored sent you, please. Also, when you get time, go over to the website when you get a minute, and I'll, I'll pull it up here for you guys. I'm a little bit hot, I see. Let me pull myself down a little bit. Uh, check out the website when you get time, uncensoredabe.com, and you can find uh, all of our podcasts. Uh, basically, search Brothers Uncensored, and you'll find us. Uh, the links are all here, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, iTunes, every single one of them. Just search Brothers Uncensored, and you'll find us. Appreciate you guys that support the podcast very much. Previous live shows is, and uh, a free speech platform unlike well. any other. Do me a favor. Gra- Shush. And the live stream is playing in the background. Uh, you can always, if you want to, go to the website, and you can find the show there. It's playing right now. Somewhere on here. Uh, scroll down a little bit more, though. This is where you can help us. Ave, my links, uh, Cash App, PayPal, Patreon, and Joe's link, same. Uh, hit, the, hit the Patreon and join our Patreon, and you can get access to our private Discord, at which, you can, at which point you can come hang out. And now, hopefully, you can call in through Discord as well. So all I'm asking is just kind of a little bit of a vetting. If you can help us out with expenses, 5 bucks a month if you can do it, something like that, and you get into our Discord, and you'll get access to the, to the uh, call-in feature as well. Finally, click here. Click for the store. Just bam. Click it and then check it out. All this cool shit pops up that you can buy, and it's all really cool stuff. The Brothers Uncensored official logo shirts are available now. Men's and women's sweatshirts as well. I want my news uncensored shirts are available as well as the hats. So check those out when you guys get time. The link of the store will be there in the chat as well. With that, <laughs> that looks kind of funny with the <laughs> the way Joe looks right now. Uh, with that, I want to welcome Bro Joe in the house and see if uh, this is going to work. Joe, welcome to the show. What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. Can everybody hear me out there? Give me a five by five if everybody can hear me. This is super weird to be through OBS at this point because I'm so used to Zoom. Um, Hopefully everybody had a great weekend. I did. I actually uh, spent some time with the family. Um, I uh, had a a party for my uh, my buddy Wheezy. His uh, his girlfriend turned 40. So he went over to his house and hung out there, did a cookout, had some drinks. Uh, so things, uh, things went really good. Oh, perfect. Um, can hear you, but not see you so much. 
Oh, am I blending in? Uh, I'm yeah, playing with it. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, I'm playing with it a little bit while you're just keep going. Oh, cool. All right. So yeah, and then um, Sunday yesterday, obviously the Texan and I had our the show on, and that was so much fun again, man. Uh, we just hung out and played music, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So hopefully everybody had a chance to check that out, and hopefully you guys had a chance to enjoy it. I see all the five by fives. I see all out there in chat. I want to thank everyone for being here. Dolphin, Trick Pony, Slide Park 2020, Deja Vu, One Eagle Five, Trick Pony, OG Wiz, Methods, Deep Fake Joe. <laughs> Where did you hide the body, Abe? <laughs> Napkinator 79, Bruce Q. Wayne. Good to see you out there, brother. I caught your first show. Good stuff, man. Old Norm, I see you out there as well. Truly 01, Mara or Maru9, truly, all kinds of patriots out there. Thank you all. KH Farmer, good to see you, brother. Don S., what's up? Yes, I don't, I'm don't. I'm in a hologram. That's the deal. <laughs> it's about as good as it's going to get. It doesn't matter. You guys get the point. You can see it. Quit whining. Uh, <laughs> deep fake Joe. That is hilarious. Um, it's, it's good to see you guys. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I had a great weekend. Uh, Saturday, just kind of relaxed uh, and did a bunch of stuff around here that needed to get done. And uh, actually, one of the things I did Saturday was this. I don't know if you guys can see this. It is the logo on a on a uh, backboard, and I'm gonna get. Uh, I think I might put this up behind me. I don't know. I have to. I figure out what I'm gonna do with it. But anyways, I worked on that, and then yesterday I had my uh, my granddaughter's fifth birthday party. Man, they grow up fast. Uh, so it was a lot of fun to go hang out with uh, with my daughters and and check in with all them and everything. It was really fun to. Um, to do that yesterday, Joe, and it was just a, you know, it was just a quick drive down there, and and I open up presents and give hugs and kisses, and then drive back. So it was kind of a long day. Uh, the first time I'd seen the sun in like six months, I think, at least that hot of a sun. Yeah, it was it was really nice out all weekend. It, I mean, <laughs> you couldn't have asked asked for a more perfect day. To be honest with you, it was uh, it was perfect. And then, like I said, at night Saturday night, it was uh, it was nice as well. Glad you got a chance to see uh, the kids and the grandkids and and all that stuff, man. That's always a good thing. Unfortunately, you know, like you said, it was more driving, five hours of driving and two and a half hours of actually sitting, right? Yeah. And, you know, I'm still waiting because <laughs> since, um, since I'm a domestic terrorist, they're holding my tax return apparently. So I'm um, still waiting on that. And we've been, my wife's been working her ass off at her job for, I don't know, it's been three and a half years now or something like that. And, and uh, you know, she wants to reward herself with a decent vehicle. And that would be nice to have a decent vehicle. So I had to drive around in my beat up truck that has, I don't know, I think I got a broken stabilizer bar or a bushing or something because that thing was bouncing on four wheels the whole way down the road. And then I'm fighting the wind because the wind was crazy and shit, too. So, yeah, that was my day yesterday. It was a lot of fun. You know, it's always the wife just goes, oh, come on, let's just go for a drive. It's easy for her to say. She didn't have to deal with all that shit, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But at the same time, man, I mean, like you said, it was a nice day. Yeah. So, you know, mine's well. Go for a little cruise in, in the old truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's still Two running, but it's uh, it's barely. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like Texan said, if you would have had a Ford, you'd have been better shape. <laughs> <laughs> it is a Ford. That, that truck is uh, that's the that's the Ford uh, nineteen ninety nine Ford. On them. It's about two hundred sixty thousand miles on it now. I've kept that thing running pretty good. <laughs> that's awesome, man. When you can get that's the thing about those trucks, man. When you can get two hundred to two hundred sixty thousand miles on them, 
It's amazing. Too bad the body's probably all rusted out, right? Well, that's the problem. Everything's everything's rusted. Yeah, the motors will run forever, but they'll rust out before anything. Yeah, and I can't believe that motor's running because it's not running very good, but I just keep putting uh, high-octane gas in it and keep hoping that the bigger explosion will burn through all the water and everything else (laughs) that's in the cylinder. What was that got, the 5.3? The 5.3 in it or what? Uh, That's actually got the 4.7. Oh, okay. Which is pretty good on gas mileage. Still get about twenty miles a gallon on that thing. Yeah, on the road anyway. Yeah, a little less, but still. But anyways, yeah. So we're looking forward to you know I I've been looking at that Ford Edge, dude. I tell you what, for for a four wheel drive, um, it's pretty tough to beat. And and all the other ones are all wheel drive. What's the? Do you know the key difference between all wheel drive and four wheel drive? What the hell? Why is it? What's the difference? You can, on a four-wheel drive, you can manually put it into four-wheel drive. You know what I mean? Like, an all-wheel drive, it just works automatically. Oh, okay. But is but all-wheel so like drive you, is... you actually have, an, on a four-wheel drive, you actually have a turn knob where you turn it to four-wheel yeah. drive. You know what I mean? On all-wheel drive car, it just automatically kicks in and you, yeah. you're good to go. Well, you can have put on, like, the traction thing and stuff, but is is it mechanically function the same way? It's just automatic in all wheel drive. And I mean, so yeah, it mechanically it functions the same way as four wheel drive. It's just you're actually turning the button to four wheel drive. Gotcha. That's the only difference. In an in an you know in an all wheel drive, the second you have any slippage in any of your wheels, it's going to automatically go into all wheel drive. Gotcha. Yeah, four wheels. So really, there's no difference. It's the same damn thing. It's just you're turning a button. (laughs) That's the only difference. So that's why I don't understand why. So I keep thinking that I need to look for four wheel drive. But if if mechanically, all I need to make sure is that I still have like the independent four wheel drive. And I don't know if that um, if that's how it happens or not. I don't know. I think I think, you know, the traction control is what bothers me because I don't want the vehicle telling me how to drive. I want to drive a vehicle. Yeah, well, then you'd rather have a four-wheel drive to where you can actually physically leave it in two-wheel drive until you need the four-wheel drive. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's gotcha. that's what that's what I like about the actual turn knob. The all-wheel yeah. drive, like I said, it just works automatically for you, and you have no control at that point. <laughs> so I'm thinking about it. I don't know. The, the Ford Edge is definitely a lot more expensive because we're looking at, like, the Kia Solstice or one of those midsize, you know, compact size. Um, or I really like that Hyundai Kona, dude. That thing is fun as hell to drive. If you guys ever get a chance to go for a test drive, go, go test drive that Hyundai Kona. This thing's got a little peppy uh, Japanese engine in it that, that wants to get – uh, upgraded <laughs> yeah yeah but, and that's a good point a- amy joe made a good point because with an, a four-wheel drive you can just turn it into two-wheel drive you know what i mean so yeah. you get better gas mileage when you just have it in two-wheel drive as opposed to four-wheel drive well most of them have um a traction control setting and then a, a uh, sport uh setting or a mileage like a setting, mileage. like three. They're usually three different selections, so you can you can kind yeah. of dial it in for whatever your you know specifics needs are. Yeah, you can turn off the traction control if you have four wheel drive or all wheel drive um, on most cars. Not on all cars, but on some cars you can turn that off. So I don't know. I mean, to me, there's really no difference between the two, if you ask me. I mean. The upside is, like I said, you can actually turn it to four-wheel drive, and you know it's in four-wheel drive all the time. Gotcha. 
That's something that I've been f- trying to figure out if there's any kind of like mechanical difference, and it doesn't seem like there is. So that's good to know. Anyways, that was fun. Um, were, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at that Ford Edge. Everyone says funny because everyone's talking about my hub's old truck has locking hubcaps and four wheel drive. Right. Everyone's talking about it like yeah. like we just turned the chat on our Monday chat is now turned into four wheel drive talking. Um, someone says they just bought the 2.6 turbo Kona and it kicks ass. Enigma toy deal. Yeah, go. that I'm telling you, that cone, if you guys get a chance, go drive it. Just be like, hey, I want I'm thinking about buying this thing and just go drive it. And <laughs> it's fun as hell to drive. Actually, I'm with Dawn S. She says buy a challenger. Fuck it. Man, I'd love to. I wish I could afford <laughs> I wish I could afford something better. I mean what I'm so yeah, so like it's like I think we can get into a uh, Kona or a Kia for like two fifty a month on a lease and we're looking at closer to like three three twenty five, three ten for that edge. So that's kind of the downside. But the edge comes with a, a hitch that pulls up to I think it's fifty three hundred pounds, where the other ones the small hitch is like thirty five hundred pounds. And I kinda wanna get a little boat at some point. Um again, I since my old boat I kinda gave away to somebody who uh that's a long story. Um <laughs> But so, you know, if I want to get a boat and I have a Kona, I'm not going to be able to tow it. So I'm kind of, or if I get a, you know, 16 to 18 foot or somewhere in that range, you know. Yeah. Well, there, I mean, there's the other thing. And if you're planning on pulling a boat, then the Ford Edge is a lot bigger vehicle comparatively to like the Kona or anything else in that segment. So there's the other advantage where you probably can't even tow with a Kona or anything smaller. The Edge is a good vehicle. It is. It's a decent vehicle. Seriously thinking about it. So, I don't know. We did some research on that last night when we got home, and we're th- thinking about, you know, can we do that? So, I don't know. That was my weekend, bro. How was your weekend? What did you get done this weekend? Oh, like I said, man, I just, um, you know, Saturday did uh, basically lawn work, you know, yard work all day on Saturday. And uh, Saturday night went to uh, Wheezy's house for the birthday party, and then uh, – Sunday last night just hung out with Tex and man had another good show last night. It was a lot of fun and uh, you know if you guys didn't get a chance to uh, check it out, definitely check out the show from yesterday. It was a lot of fun. Cool man, yeah, that was a lot yeah, of fun. I know people say don't buy new, but if you're gonna lease, then that would be the only way that I would buy new is in a lease. Yeah, I'm done. Three years- I, I've I've basically my whole life I all I've done is take junkyard cars and made them run. I <laughs> just kept them alive. So I'm done with that. I'm still gonna have my project truck. I still got my Chevy. My it's a '98 Chevy four wheel drive. Uh, I'm, and that's my project truck that I'm kind of rebuilding and and just kind of playing with, tinkering with. But as far as like major projects anymore, I'm done with head swaps. I'm done with uh, I'm done with major maintenance on vehicles. So at this point, I'm just like. We're going to have a reliable vehicle from now until the time we die. We might as well just lease from now on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trust me, we could go on and on about this if you guys only knew. Um, but, yeah, someone Richard Cranium says, Brothers Uncensored, car and truck review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's the thing about leasing. Every three years, you're in warranty, right? You never have to warrant. You never have to worry about a car being out of warranty, first and foremost. You just turn that thing in every three years and say, hey, I want that one now. How much does that one cost me, you know, a month? Yeah. Um, obviously, the only downside that I see about leasing is if you decide to put money down, you don't get that money back. You're just paying the payment down in a lease. So if you put $3,000 down, yeah, your payment goes down, but you just, you miss out on that $3,000 
you know, in the course of three years, yes, it lowers your payment. But again, you're just kind of throwing away $3,000. So my suggestion would be not to put any money down on a lease if it is all possible. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the upside for us is I would rather kind of finance that down payment with cheaper monthly payments. Therefore, I have more time to spend on gas money. So I'm kind of like financing 3000 down over a three-year lease or whatever, so $1,000 a year, and I'm and I'm kind of putting that money in escrow almost in a way so that I have traveling money or gas money or a little extra money per month. So there's two sides of that argument, and, I, and really for us, I think it's going to be in the end, we need to make sure that our monthly payment is doable. <laughs> yeah, well, the other thing there, obviously, people are talking about is on a lease, you do have to be careful of your mileage. But believe me, if you get uh, 12,000 miles per year, you know, that first year you have that that vehicle, if you get to 12,000, believe me, you're going to be very conscious of where you go, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, that's the only thing is you do got to be careful. Um, and if you think you're going to go over those miles, you can pre-purchase over the miles um, just in case you think you're going to go over. And, of course, you can have that return to you before the end of the lease as well. So there's a lot of of advantages with leasing as opposed to buying. Also, the interest rate on leases are are typically a percentage of a point. So like you said, if you put $3,000 down, it actually is a decent investment as far as that's concerned, because the interest on the money that, that you know typically you wouldn't be able to have. So that's a huge bonus there as well. So decisions, decisions. And, um, you know, we I've never had the, the, the opportunity to... Um, to even to even make this discussion so so it's kind of fun that's what we've been doing and i'm just waiting on uh on the irs to get off their ass and figure out that that i didn't i didn't screw with their tax laws that their that uh, their tax laws uh, uh if they want to change them that's fine but for now uh, you're gonna have to deal with um gifts from our viewers which we appreciate very much on that note joe by the way i wanted to say hello and thank you to several people who sent some money recently i haven't really had a chance to to uh to Go back and, oh, yeah, by the way, so-and-so sent me. Um, uh, we're, I really want to say a special hello to Lisa and say thank you very much, very kindly. She says, thank you for all you do. There are untold numbers of us out here so thankful for you and your family sacrifice. Walking away from a certain paycheck takes guts and faith <laughs> or stupidity. I haven't figured out which one of those is yet. I pray for all of you out there who gives us so much of our benefit. God bless. Thank you, Lisa, for the very kind words. Appreciate that. Yeah, uh, deciding to um, to not give the government any more of my tax money is really what this <laughs> the decision was. Um, let's see, uh, Michael uh, from Oilman. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate you very much. Thank you. From that was from last week, and I think there was two more from last week. I just wanted to say hello, and I, I, now I think I remembered to to say hello to these, but I just wanted to make sure. Uh, Sean, Joe, appreciate you uh, very much. Thank you, bro. Um, and yeah, I do appreciate your commentary and chat no matter what. I love our little banter that we can we can have some banter back and forth and not take offense to it very much. I agree with you on that. And J Bell, thank you very kindly as well. So thank you all. So I got some interesting articles today, bro. Um I might as well uh, hop straight to them. Uh can you cover me in chat for a moment? Clear my throat. Hey, I'm getting Hey, brother, can you still hear me? I'm, I can't hear you, and uh, I think I lost you. Check, check, mic check over. 
Nothing. Well, that's weird. <laughs> Why? Oh, there. Yeah, you're you're kind of going in and out, dude. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, how about we just uh, roll with the punches today, and we'll figure this out as we go. Now I can hear you. You're good now. Hmm. May have been a network delay there. Uh, not sure, but so I got a couple good articles for you guys here today. Um, check these out. Oh wow, that needs to move. <laughs> here, I'll show you what I guys what I'm seeing. That's not gonna work. <laughs> I'm gonna have to move you yonder. Yonder's my dog. Check this shit out. Black Lives Matter demands. <laughs> I'm gonna try very hard to be res- as respectful to these dumb fucks as I possibly can be. <laughs> Black Lives Matter's demands. Co-sign the Black Lives Matter seven demands. Here we go. Check this out. Number one, convict and ban Trump from future political office. We are joining Ilian Omar, Ariana Presley, Cori Bush, and some other dumb fucks. Uh, demanding Trump be immediately convicted in the United States Senate, Trump must also be banned from holding elected office in future. <laughs> There's number one, bro. What do you think? Wow. <laughs> Not a surprise at all, actually. Number two, expel Republican members of Congress who attempted to overturn the election and incited a white supremacist attack. <laughs> oh, God. Can you be that stupid, honestly? Actually, they're just that brainwashed. Uh, Launch a full investigation into the ties between white supremacy and the Capitol Police, law enforcement, and the military. You know, this one I actually think should happen. I think we should look into the ties between uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi, because that's what you're talking about here. You just don't realize it because you're a fucking moron. But what you're actually talking about here is the links between the white supremacist Nancy Pelosi and the Capitol Police, law enforcement, and the military. That one is actually one you should do. If you actually had a brain in your head and you looked into what actually happened there, you'd know that the reason why there was a problem at the Capitol is because of Nancy Pelosi. But, hey, let's not talk about truth here. Permanently ban Trump from all digital media platforms. Now, is that the most Marxist thing that I've heard in a long time, or is it just me? That's right. They just want to completely ban him from having a voice anywhere and put him in jail. Why? Because they don't like his opinions. Also, number five, defund the police. (laughs) You fucking moron. That's all I got to say about that. Let the coup be used as an excuse to crack down on on our movement. Don't oh don't let the coup be used as an excuse to crack down on our movement. So they're calling a the insurrection at the Capitol a coup now. <laughs> this is what they actually believe. I mean, know your enemy, I guess, right? And finally, pass the Breathe Act. The police were born out of slave patrols. We cannot reform an institution built upon white supremacy. We need a new radical approach to public safety and community investment. President Biden has already drawn on the Breathe Act in his executive actions calling for racial equity screens in federal programs. You are so brainwashed that you believe that there is a such thing as racial equity. That is the dumbest thing on the on the freaking planet. Investing in environmental justice at historic levels and engaging with systematic or system impacted and engaging with system impacted communities, whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. 
The BREATHE Act paints a vision of the world where Black Lives Matter through investments in housing, education, health, and environmental justice. This kind of sounds like opportunity zones in a way that, uh, uh, who was it, uh, Tim Scott and President Trump got, got done? Yes, it does. Hilarious. So there you go. If you want to uh, learn more about the demands of white Black Lives Matter, uh, Marxist dumb fucks. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this. I really don't. They're just complete. They're completely just out in the open about it. And how can anybody not see this and not see what's going on? I mean, how stupid do you have to be? especially after the most recent report about all this money going to all these houses that they're spending it on. The money's not even trickling down. Now you're seeing these list of demands. I mean, it's just a fucking joke. And so is black lives matter. All lives matter. And that's that. That is the most laughable thing I've ever heard. It's actually the most Marxist thing I've ever heard, which actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, they, they just basically wanted to destroy anyone who doesn't believe in their worldview. Cause that's, because basically their the worldview is so ingrained in who they are as a person, any question to their worldview is a threat to them personally, which is uh, actually a lot of the way that Marx has done things. Actually, slave masters have done things in the history of humanity. Check this out. I'm going to try to get through this as fast as I can. This is a really good article, and if you guys don't mind, if I read to you for a moment, it's worth your time. This is by Steve McCann, an American thinker. Barack Obama, race and revolution. For nearly 50 years until 2009, the United States experienced enormous progress in race relations thanks to the efforts of individual citizens in their communities and not to mention ruling elites and patronizing liberals. This country was well on the way to racial healing. In 2008, only 18% of all Americans were greatly concerned or worried about the state of race relations in this country. By 2017, that number had skyrocketed to 45%. Further, in 2018, 66% of Americans thought race relations were good. Hmm. By 2016, 63% thought they were bad. It's funny how that works. The common denominator in the free fall and the primary instigator of the current societal chaos and national uncertainty None other than that dumb fuck piece of shit, Barack Hussein Obama himself. As president and a man of, of quote-unquote African descent, uh, Barack Obama was in a position to permanently mend fences and end the exploitation of racial politics bubbling beneath the surface. In fact, the American people, in particular the African community, were confident that race relations and opportunities for minorities would improve during the Obama presidency. A CBS poll taken just before the 2018 election indicated that 47% of blacks and 29% of whites thought race relations would improve, while 42% of blacks and 48% of whites thought it would remain the same. Only 7% of blacks thought that Barack Obama would make matters worse. Boy, were they wrong. It's the same 7% that actually probably knew what Barack Obama was going to do and voted against them, smart enough to see it ahead of time. However, true to his Marxist upbringing and indoctrination in critical race theory, he created an exploited racial tension for political objectives and monetary gain for him and his fellow travelers. Barack Obama and virtually all of his black and white collaborators on the left view the African-American population as both useful pawns in their insatiable quest for self-aggrandizement, financial benefit, and political power, as well as helpless minions to be paraded about and bought off whenever convenient to the overriding political, societal, and self-serving cause. 
in August of 1963 as a college student in Washington, D.C., I participated in the march for Washington for jobs and freedom, the highlight of which was the I Have a Dream speech by Martin Luther King. Thereafter, for a couple of years, I became involved in the civil rights movement. During this period of time, I noticed <clears throat> that a sizable majority of the white volunteers from northern and western states, excuse me for a moment, I noticed that a sizable majority of the white volunteers from northern and western states and African Americans also from northern and western states fell into two categories insofar as their motivation to participate in the movement. The first, and most driven by ideology, were the hardcore leftists who viewed the black proletariat as potential foot soldiers in a gullible constituency to be manipulated into aiding them in overturning the government and establishing a quote-unquote social nirvana. The second were white liberals who perceived, perceived participation in the civil rights movement to be a last in thing while essentially viewing African Americans as a population to be ceremoniously pitied, patted on the head, and made dependent mascots of these pompous narcissists would wallow in their self-righteousness. God, I love that. That is just so well said. My involvement in the movement ended when it became clear that by mid to late 1960s, the civil rights movement and the anti-Vietnam war, war crusade had both been hijacked by the radical left in order to legitimize and mainstream their anti-American Marxist movement. At the same time, black militant groups such as the Black Panthers, the Nation of Islam, and the Black Nationalist Movement were on the rise. They espoused Marxism and the overthrow of American society, using supposed irredeemable American racism as the primary tool of revolution. Huh. That kind of sounds like an insurrectional coup to me. They soon discovered the inherent power of the racism accusation and how many among the ruling elites and sanctimonious liberals in the white population could be easily intimidated and driven by guilt to acquiesce but to monetary and policy demands, just like big corporate uh, and everywhere else has recently with the blackmail of, of uh, racist demands. Over time, it became clear on both branches of American Marxism, the hard left faction and the black radicals, that, that the path to revolution in the United States lay only secondarily in the centuries-old tactic of class warfare and primarily in, in unending racial politics. And so they unceasingly integrated racial anima, instigated racial animosity. The primary feature of that strategy was the unconscionable use of the black citizenry as unsuspecting pawns to be manipulated as victims when the circumstances could be exploited for incitement or monetary gain and their plight ignored when the circumstances could not. It was inevitable that those two Marx sympathizing factions would merge, legitimized and mainstream in American society by their anti-Vietnam War and militant civil rights activities. The radical left began successfully infiltrating and dominating the higher education establishment, the entertainment complex, and the Democrat Party, if not more than that, the media as well. Within 30 to 35 years, those institutions were essentially controlled by Marxists. The last step would be elevation to the presidency of an electable and personable stealth graduate of the movement who would trigger the revolution. Meanwhile, the white-dominated ruling class, in an effort to catch up with what was happening on the ground and in furtherance of their inbred condensation, opened its ranks to black leaders who were willing to betray their fellow blacks for a place at the table and monetary gain. This alliance 
resulted in the creation of countless failed welfare and social programs that destroyed the pride and cohesion within what was once a fiercely independent and noble uh, people despite the obstacles placed before them for so much of the nation's past. Rampant crime, 77% of births to unwed mothers, deliberate ill-education, a loss of self-respect has condemned nearly an entire race to involuntary serfdom dependent on the largest of patronizing liberals, both white and black. Thus, a population that can be easily exploited and manipulated despite the racial politics a variance and megalomania of ruling elites and radical leftists, the American people, both black and white, took it upon themselves to, to dramatically confront racism and race relations at the local and community level. By 2008, 77% of all Americans and 60, 60% of blacks thought that race relations were good in their individual communities. Then came Barack Obama. However, the determination to reverse this trend and instigate racial animosity, manipulate the black citizenry, exploit the credulousness of white liberals, and unleash racial opportunism began soon after Barack Obama assumed the presidency and became the titular leader of the ruling class. He and his henchmen deliberately set out to fan the dying embers of racism into a national conflagration. As President Barack Obama unabashedly and falsely claimed that racism is permanently embodied in America's DNA, he never missed an opportunity to pour gasoline on the potentially volatile occurrences, even if the facts were unknown or totally fabricated, whether it was his spurious justification of overt voter intimidation by the Black Panthers in Philadelphia, his gracious and unfounded criticism of the police in the uh, Henry Lewis affair, and so forth and so on. Freddie Gray, Trayvon Martin, go on and on. Further, Obama gave his tacit imprimatur to, to the formation of the black Marxist Black Lives Matter organization to exploit and profit off the pretext that white police officers wantonly killed innumerable, innumerable unarmed black blacks, which is a, a basic uh, <laughs> a falsehood right there. He implicitly sanctioned violence and lawlessness as a means of protest, obliquely justifying the criminal by com- criminality by claiming that the United States is a irredeemably racist country. He promoted the de- degeneration of hatred towards the police, which has resulted in a 25% increase in the number of police officers murdered in the last six years. Uh, since the Ferguson riots, he effectively espoused blatant racism and discrimination against white population by promoting racial, radical racial doctrines such as critical race theory, thus enriching the proponents of his former mentors. Gee, this sounds a lot like what Biden's been doing. This article continues to go on for a little bit longer. I just want to read these last couple paragraphs, if you guys don't mind. This has been such a good article. The race-induced riots and criminality of the summer of 2020, together with the overt participation of Black Lives Matter and other radical leftist groups in the fraudulent election results, uh, eventuated in the placement of avowed radicals at the corridors of power and a mendacious, befuddled puppet controlled by the Marxists in the White House. Critical race theory is rapidly becoming mandatory at all levels of education and is now infecting corporate boardrooms. At present, many Americans ignorantly accept the lie that the nation is systematically racist. Therefore, a radical transformation of society is necessary. In order to do so, the following is mandatory. Universal censorship of of any leftist-defined hate speech, the abrogation of religious freedom, reverse discrimination, and the elimination of any political opposition, a dual-tiered system of justice, and the shredding of the de facto replacement of the Constitution. 
to the American Marxist movement, the century-old dream of pushing aside their confederates in the current ruling class and assuming near-dictatorial power appears to be in reach. However, it will not happen. First, as the, as the pre-Obama polls reinforce, this is not a racist country, and on a local and community level, people of all races know that. And that knowledge is beginning to prevail over the transparent racial demagoguery. Second, the radical left will and are overreaching, thus opening the eyes of many previous indifferent citizens. Third, the Marxists, through their policy prescriptions, have begun to turn on their self-righteous white liberal allies who will eventually wake up from their desire to be part of what they obviously perceive to be uh, the in-crowd Fourth, they so the so-called mainstream media, also dominated by these same self-righteous liberals, is in free fall and is rapidly losing his influence. Lastly, this nation of three hundred thirty million people, the size of the continent of Europe, has a two hundred forty-five year history of individual freedom and independence that cannot be erased or overcome. However, the American people must never again fall prey to glib, personable presidential candidate because of his or her own skin color. Barack Obama is not only the worst president in United States history, he is also guilty of sedition, period. Absolute fucking fire article by Steve McCann. I appreciate you guys uh, taking the time to let me read that to you guys. Oh, that's that's freaking awesome. I mean... Talk about a red, a perfect red pill article. I mean, send that to somebody who isn't red pill. This is exactly what they've been doing for for years and years and years. And this is described in a in a great article, man. Great find, really good stuff. And it's the reason why I kind of have this today because I have these like string of Marxist events that I think is interesting, and I wanted to show you guys. Uh, let me go uh, to this. Let's see, center. Another one from the American Thinker. So this is what's actually happening in the ground. In Texas this weekend, a, ma- a major MAGA candidate um, endorsed by Trump uh, won in a landslide victory over a rhino-endorsed uh, candidate in Adam Kinzinger. There's one example of how the country is rejecting the radical left. Also, Austin, Texas, voters overwhelmingly reject propositions pushed by progressives. They're finally standing up and get rid of these tent cities. A major story that's happening in Austin as, you know, Austin, I look at Austin as almost the, the center, uh, the, the, the center political area for the radical left's uh, ideology and, and indoctrination. I mean, they're just, they've been doing this their whole freaking lives. Um, so that's a really interesting one. Austin voters have approved Proposition B, which aims to reinstate the public camping ban that was reversed in 2019. So uh, 57 to 43% majority approved the proposition. Really good news for Austin. And, uh, and again, an example of how the left is pushing back. How, uh, example of how the left is continuing influence. Well, I find a Freedom of Information Act request that revealed what was apparent in February, that the CDC took guidance from powerful teachers union to determine the appropriate guidance for school reopenings. Basically, the teachers union told the CDC uh, that what the, what the correct policy should be for our children. This should fire you guys up if it doesn't already. Do me a favor, grab that one. That, that is an example of... Marxist ideology influencing health policy. Figure out, figure out how the fuck that's supposed to work. But here's a good news story on the, on, the, on the heels of that. Lubbock, Texas abolishes abortion to become the largest sanctuary city for the unborn. Just, I mean, you're seeing this kind of happen state by state, city by city. That's what we can do. We can protect the unborn locally 
a great story in Lubbock, Texas. And then finally this one. Uh, oh, that's the Supreme Court gun case. So a couple examples there. That's that's next if I can get to it. I don't know if I'm going to have time. Uh, a couple examples there, Joe, of what we've been talking about here the last you know several months is the 2020 election was a massive win uh, and a huge loss for the radical left agenda. And we've been trying to highlight areas uh, every single day, and we've been able to do that, I think, on a pretty effective level of, of areas where the radical left is getting shut down and their policies aren't, aren't moving forward at all. That's right. And it's kind of the unspoken story right now. I don't think many people are talking about it. I've got a couple other articles of of awesome stuff that's actually going on. Even with Biden in control right now, he's not able to get everything he's wanting to get done because of the 2020. And now coming up to 2022, man, we take over the House and the Senate. And we I mean, the the, you know, we still have to kind of see what the Supreme Court is is going to be all about. It kind of seems like right now that they're not wanting to touch a whole lot of stuff. But uh, the stuff that they are touching is very interesting. Uh, I'll say that. That's for sure. Well, I do kind of want to uh, get this in here real quick because it, it's we talked about this last week about how this is going to be a huge case. And it's basically does the Second Amendment give Americans the right to carry outside of the house? That's what it's going to come down to. We talked about this last week. The reason why I wanted to highlight this article is, first of all, it's pretty long, but it's done by Margot Cleveland, who I think really gets the Supreme Court and law and does a pretty centrist job of allowing the justices and the, their predicaments or whatever the hell it may be to determine what the outcome will be based on their own biases. Right. I mean, that's just the reality of what the Supreme court is. Um, the reason why this article is so interesting is it breaks down the, the second amendment uh, case in general, the challenges to the second amendment and, and uh, how Heller versus DC affects our gun rights today. Uh, how, um, the other case, uh, McDaniel, what is it called? It was uh, McDonald, McDonald versus city of Chicago, how that case affects us today. And those have really the last two major ones. And that's quite a while ago since those have been, been uh, ruled upon. So this is going to be the first case to go against the, or go up against, go up before the Supreme court. And, uh, which could strengthen gun rights for everybody. If the Supreme court rules that we have a right to carry, Outside of the home, that is going to be a massive change uh, for reciprocity, and uh, it's going to end the way the states um, have been intruding upon the Second Amendment. So this is going to come up. I'm not sure. I think it's the next term is when this actually comes up. They just took the case. But the reason why I want to I want to point this out is this last uh, section here. Um, Let's see, is this the se- Yeah, this is the section here. And I want to get this article to you guys. So if you want to really become well-informed to be able to argue why this case should go through, and there's a lot of people saying that Heller doesn't allow, Heller and McDonald don't allow uh, firearms to be held outside, the, outside of the home. That's not what Heller decided, and that is not what McDonald decided. Do not let tell anybody tell you that there is precedent in the Supreme Court and whether or not you can carry outside the home. 
Americans want to protect themselves outside the home. This last couple paragraphs, check this out. The Second Circuit of Appeals, which hears uh, the appeals from federal district courts located in New York, <laughs> rejected Nash and Koch's argument, holding it was foreclosed by the circuit's earlier decision. The Second Circuit upheld New York's proper cause regulation. In doing so, the federal appellate court noted that while we know from Heller and McDonald that the Second Amendment guarantees at their zenith uh, within the home, what we do not know is the scope of the right beyond the home and the standards for determining when and how the right can be re- regulated by a government. That's why this case is so important. Margot goes on to say in this that that the justices, the conservative-leaning justices who are strong Second Amendment advocates, didn't take up any previous cases because of the 5-4 uh, previous court uh, ruling uh, numbers, and because they didn't think Roberts would have the balls to stand up for the Second Amendment. Now that's changed. That's why you're seeing some of these cases come before now, because Justice Thomas is now saying now is the time to strengthen these, and we got to get them done now. I hope they get it done. The Second Circuit then considered the latter question and concluded that the Second Amendment has vastly diminished uh, force outside of the home. Um, this diminished force, the court believed, meant that New York could constitutionally uh, limit handgun possession in public to those who show a special need for self-protection. In uh, st- New York's uh, state rifle, the Second Circuit did not elaborate further on the reasoning, instead rejecting the Second Amendment arguments as failing under the court's precedent. That is a false ruling, and that's why this is going uh, to the Supreme Court. In granting century earlier this week, the Supreme Court will finally address the constitutionality of New York's law. However, in granting review of the case, the Supreme Court narrowed the issue for review to whether the state's denial of, of the practitioner's applications for concealed carry licenses for self-defense violated the Second Amendment. So there it's kind of a that's kind of a downer for me. They shouldn't necessarily go after whether it's not licenses. In the end, this question differed from what the petitioners had sought to review, namely whether the Second Amendment allows the government to prohibit, to prohibit ordinary law-abiding citizens to carry handguns outside the home for self-defense. And this, in the end, Margot Margo argues here that that will eventually be what the outcome of this ruling will decide, that Americans can or cannot carry outside the home. And we already know constitutional open carry is law all over the country. In a lot of case, in a lot of places, not everywhere, but in a lot of cases. So this is that's it's going to be really interesting. The reason why I wanted to highlight that for you guys is because there is a full and complete and total breakdown of the constitutional argument for Second Amendment rights. It shows all of the, the court precedents on that. And if you wanted to be, uh, you know, if you want to study that, you can read that article and become pretty well informed on uh, the the arguments around the Second Amendment case, Joe. Wow. Oh. Wow, man. Just just a lot there. Sorry. I mean, just the amount of stuff that you went over was absolutely awesome. I don't even know where to start, dude. Um yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see this all go down. That 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 that's all I can say right now, man. Um you know, this is super important for what's the what's to come, right? I mean, the you know, the hat, the whole nine yards. So it's, it's, it's great that you're covering that. Um, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, what do you think is going to happen? It's, it's hard to tell. I don't know. Cause I, I can't get a read on the Supreme court cause they really haven't ruled on much. Right. K- Kavanaugh and, um, 
and Kavanaugh and Thomas both in the le- in the previous dissent. And in this article, it talks about that Kavanaugh and and um and uh, Thomas's dissent in a previous case. Basically, they said flat out that you have a right to carry outside the home. So, if you can get Kavanaugh and Thomas, and, and I guarantee you you'll get um um Amy Coney. So you got three votes there at least. I think you can get two more and get this done. I don't know. We'll see, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting if they can get it in a in a, in a five three. Uh, where was it six three? Yeah, six three. I don't know if they can get six three because you might lose one there. But who knows, man? In the end, um, it doesn't. I mean, that ruling is gonna be specific to to New York for a period of time, and it's gonna take a couple of years for you know the reverberation for that to be felt down on the streets anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, last couple things I wanted to show you guys today. We'll get to Joe's News Blitz here in about one minute. Uh, He's got a bunch of good stuff to cover, so stand by for that. Right after Joe's News Blitz, we'll do a quick advertisement. And then at the top of the hour, I got some other articles that we could go through if we have time. If not, we'll take your guys' calls, and we'll see what's on your guys' mind. Here are the couple other uh, topics that caught my eye today. Gotaways at the border, why the mass migration crisis is more severe than officials reporting suggest. We're going to have Todd Bensman here tomorrow from, I think he's still down at the border. He's done the last couple of interviews he's done. He was at the border. Uh, Todd's got a great new article out here that's that uh, breaks down what he's seeing down there. And I'm really looking forward to having Todd here tomorrow. So don't miss tomorrow's show if you want a border update. That'll be fun for sure. There's, yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah, man. There's that article. Uh, Egyptian archaeologists unearthed rare tombs dated back to before the pharaohs. They also found tombs nearby the later high schools period, 1650 to 1500 B.C., when Western Asian migrants took over the country, putting an end to Egypt's Middle Kingdom. So I love prehistoric uh, findings. And I just, I mean, this look at the size of that thing. First of all, it's tiny. Uh, but this is pictured in the Nile Delta uh, that was just released. Uh, lots of good work happening in uh, Egypt, which is pretty interesting. Um, makes you wonder why they're trying to destroy Egypt and, and make it so that we can't what find out the truth about his <laughs> the our real past. Almost makes sounds you wonder. Right. China, go ahead. I say sounds about right. Yeah. Right. China shuts they down the Bible app and uh, Christian WeChat as a new crackdown policy is going into effect. China cracking down even harder on religion. A hilarious article out of Bloomberg City Lab. You guys got to read this. I'm telling you. This, actually, some of you are going to be like, what in the fuck is this? You should be. Every one of you should be. Inside the Tartarian Empire, the QAnon of architecture. <laughs> they try to, I don't know what they I have no I, I have no idea. They try to tie in historical 1908 architect uh, Ernest Flag into QAnon. I, <laughs> when you're reaching for for as far as you can to try to make ties, uh, that's the farthest one I've ever seen. Grab that archive, that FO right there. When you know you've run out of articles about QAnon, that I I read I tried to read that thing twice and I just kept going, what in, what the fuck are you talking about? Anyways, Washington Post and New York Times retracts reports that Rudy was warned by the FBI he was a target of Russian disinformation. Um, they had to actually issue uh, retractions, which I think is hilarious. So there's that. Uh, the last two I got are this one: Apple Store goes on the trial to uh, um, in a uh, Apple. The Apple Store goes on trial uh, versus Epic Games, Fortnite, um, and basically Fortnite is suing, calling them a monopoly. 
Huh. Joe, where have we heard that before? Antitrust monopoly. Somewhere I've heard that in the past. I'm not quite sure where. <laughs> Sounds familiar. There you go, guys. That's what I had for the for the day. Let me get uh, the rapid fire segment queued up. We'll get Joe's rapid fire, and we'll we'll get your guys' calls at the top of the hour. Stand by. Rapid fire with average Joe. What do you got for us today, bro? All right, man. Well, let me play. Let me have a little fun for the for the first thirty seconds here, real quick, because this was hilarious. If you guys haven't seen this yet, just shows what competent government looks like, which is why uh, he has such high approval ratings across the board. Of course, he has high approval ratings from Democrats, but even among uh, independents and Republicans. People don't have to worry all the time. They don't have to hold their breath when, when they see their president on television. They don't have to, you know, shake their head and wonder that, you know, a president's going to tell them to drink bleach. By the way, who wore that dress better, her or Monica? <laughs> Just asking. Just asking. All right, so I, I had to play that for a little bit of fun. I'm not sure who made that. I think that was uh, Idonaldo Trumpo who made that. Hilarious. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but this is super interesting. National File just released this. Uh, the thief who attacked police, or it's a, this is a video of the thief who attacks police at gun range, gets shot by everyone. I don't know if you guys remember hearing about this story, Marvin Payton Jr. tried to steal a pistol and then stabbed an officer in the face. He was then fired upon by employees at uh, of a gun store. So he went to this guy, went to the this gun store, tried to steal. Well, here, I'll show you the video real quick. The students were taking a break in the classroom when Mr. Payton entered the room and oh, began rifling through a bag, which contained a handgun that belonged to one of the students. The owner of the bag was able to prevent the gun from being stolen, and Mr. Payton was escorted out of the classroom at that time. An employee spoke to Mr. Payton for several minutes trying to figure out what he was doing in the gun range. A short time later, another employee called police to report the attempted grand larceny. Three employees escorted Mr. Payton outside of the business and waited for officers to arrive. Officer Wynn and his partner instructed Mr. Payton to stand in front of their patrol vehicle. Mr. Payton. That's all you need to see. If you saw that part of it, I know it's hard to see because it won't let me open the screen up. But basically, you saw at that point the guy stabbed one of the police officers with a uh, either a, a screwdriver. And then you just kind of saw the people converge on him. And that's when they shot him. So it was kind of neat that they actually released this video of it but man what a like dumb dumb criminal of the day who would try to rob a guy at a gun range <laughs> i'm just saying pretty dumb um governor ron DeSantis signs executive order uh ending all local covid lockdowns god do i love DeSantis more and more every day um just awesome stuff there blaze media Sonny Houston of The View declares, we need to shun those that refuse to get vaccinated. 
specifically white evangelicals and Republicans. <laughs> oh, my God. How does this fucking lady even stay on TV? She just needs to shut her trap. The USA Today op-ed actually used same verb. It's time to start shunning the vaccine hesitant. Yeah, good luck. This is absolute fire. Corey Diggs just had a new article drop out today. Parents, you have the power. Parents across the country are worried about what their children are being taught in school with subject matters such as critical race theory and transgender agenda and revolutionist history being revisionist, sorry, history being forced on them, not to mention the sexualizing of children that is taking place. Parents are also concerned about their children being made to wear masks for upwards of seven hours a day and battling school boards to remove the mandate. In fact, just do a quick search on the internet and witness how many parents are suing school boards across the country right now. Bring the fire. This article is absolute fire. If you guys get a chance, go to CoreyDiggs.com and check this out. She always does great work. Next one I had for you is U.S. Department of Defense. Defense official says hypersonics are vital to modernization strategy, battlefield dominance. So this is super interesting. And my brother uh, Abe and I were talking about this before the show. Um, <laughs> what they're really trying to do here, um, it involves a system that flies speeds uh, or at speeds of near above Mach 5 or five times the speed of sound. It's not just about speed. DOD, DOD couples these speeds with aerodynamically controlled vehicles to enable long-range flight and maneuverability that's unpredictable to the adversary in the upper reaches of the atmosphere between 80,000 and 200,000 feet. This is pretty cool shit if you think about it. Pretty awesome there. Next one I had for you was Gateway Pundit, uh, another Biden flub, of course. I don't know if you guys heard this or not. I'm not even going to play the video because basically he just says it straight out. Anybody making less than $400,000 a year will not pay a single penny in taxes. I'm down for that. I mean, if you can swing that and make all the people over 400,000 people pay instead of uh, uh, all the people under 400K, I am totally down with that. What a fucking joke he is. Daily Mail com anti-woke candidates opposed to critical race theory being taught in Dallas school wins control of a fluent district board with nearly 70% of the vote during bitterly contested election. That is fucking awesome. This is exactly what we've been talking about, taking over the school boards, this, and then showing up big time when it comes to the vote on top of it. Just got to absolutely love it. Next one was out of the D.C. Patriot. Arkansas governor signs bills banning vaccine requirements. This is pretty freaking cool. Um, this is what every state need, needs to do, if you ask me. So good work by uh, Asa Hutchinson. You signed the multiple bills banning vaccine requirements in the state, backing what most legislatures and residential feels as the right thing to do. You're damn right it is. Uh, Chicago school chief plans to leave post later this year. Who is not surprised by that with what is going on in CPS lately? Uh, this picture, by the way, of ugh, her in the background. But this lady, uh, she's going to leave and she wants to go to none other than Virginia. Go figure, right? 
And uh, this is the second person in the uh, CPS, by the way. I can't find it. Oh, here it is. Uh, it says she has chosen as interim CEO in 2005 when Barbara Bird uh, Bennett left in a kickback scandal that led to prison time. Two years later, she was again named interim school chief when the CEO Forrest Claypool suddenly resigned amid an ethics probe. She had assumed the job full time in 2018. Probe after probe after probe. Never ending in the CPS, I tell you. Former Netflix executive convicted of accepting bribes to approve contracts. Nobody saw this coming. Everyone's like, what? I never heard. Wow. Well, this is, this can't be real, but this is exactly what was happening. And um, so federal jury found a former Netflix executive guilty Friday of receiving lucrative stock options and more than a half million dollars in bribes and kickbacks from tech companies to approve contracts with the streaming giant. Michael Kale, 49. That's who it is. Not a surprise one bit. This article is absolute fire. A slew of X. This is Chicago Tribune. I don't think I've ever said that before about the Tribune having fire, but lately they have been. A slew of ex-state lawmakers face criminal charges, but critics question whether proposed reforms are enough for Illinois very vibrant culture of corruption no shit chicago has a very vibrant uh and this is super interesting this article goes on and on and on i just wanted to highlight a quick section as the ongoing federal probe was becoming public in fall of 2019 lawmakers approved a measure requiring more disclosures from lobbyists and creating a task force to recommend additional ways to strengthen ethic laws pritzker quickly signed it into law and the panel began its work in late 2019, only to call it off the meetings once the pandemic began. A final report was never issued. This is exactly what happens. They say they're going to fix it. They sign it in and nothing gets done. This is exactly how Chicago works. And speaking of Chicago, 46 people were shot this weekend, seven killed in the weekend alone, the youngest victim being a 14-year-old boy. That brings uh, just already a, a ridiculous May. We're May 3rd. We have 38 people total shot already in three days. Seven total homicides, uh, 33 total shot and wounded, and five shot and killed at, at this point, which they just said seven, so two more since it's been updated just unbelievably sick at what's going on here in Chicago every week. Marilyn Manson uh, back in the news. Uh, lawyers say the Game of Thrones star is it Esme Bianco's uh, sexually assault claims are provably false. Of course, they're provably false. Um, this is going to be bigger than I think this that they're trying to admit here. The, sh uh, the shock rocker Marilyn Manson. Uh, is defending himself against allegations he uh, sexually abused, drugged, and tortured Game of Thrones actress Esme Bianco, 38. The accusations of sexual, physical, and emotional abuse in Bianco's Friday's lawsuit are probably or provably false, said the lawyer of the 52-year-old musician. This is going to be interesting to see how this all pans out. Uh, we talked about the Supreme Court and this one as well. Uh, Facebook Supreme Court will announce its decision on Trump blacklisting Wednesday. So CNN reports that Facebook Oversight Board, an independent body packed with anti-Trump leftists that have the power to reverse Mike Zuckerberg's content decisions, will make a public ruling to, on the fate of former 
uh, still and continuing President Trump's Facebook account on Wednesday morning. We already know what's going to happen. Uh, Zero Hedge had a great article. Sorry, man, I'm trying to hurry. Uh, whew, I had more than I thought. I apologize, bro. Uh, four dead, 25 injured after smuggling boat capsized near San Diego. Absolutely sad. Uh, they did find the uh, the um, captain of the boat, from what I heard about that as well. And then the last one real quick was a former FBI agent uh, indicated ind- indicted for falsifying documents to cover up bribes from an attorney. That is your rapid, not so rapid fire. Back to you, brother. Uh, good stuff, as always. Um, <clears throat> so we are going to test uh, the new um, Discord call-in feature today. So we're going to do that at the top of the hour. And because of that, I probably we're going to have some problems here uh, with audio. Um, and so bear with us because <laughs> we're going to have to do a little bit of testing here. I don't, Joe, you're not going to be able to hear uh, Zoom if you're not in Zoom. But if you're in Zoom and unmuted in Zoom and in Discord at the same time, we're going to get like a f- sick echo loop that's going to just probably destroy the ears of everybody. So if we have a Zoom caller, you have to mute Discord. And if we have a Discord caller, you have to mute a Zoom. Gotcha. So anytime we're not in a Zoom call with somebody live, then you have to mute Zoom. So try to go into Zoom uh, and... We'll see what happens. I'm going to play the rise of tire. We're going to have some fun here, see if we can get the Discord call in to work and also have a Zoom call in. Blue, I see you, see you out there. I got a couple others uh, in the waiting room. Bruce, Denise are there as well. So we'll get you guys in here momentarily. Let me get to a minute and a half of your time. Rise of tire, USA.com is the official show sponsor of Brothers Uncensored and UncensoredAbe.com. Check them out when you get time. Brothers. Uh, uh, rise is higher usa.com discount code abe wave minute and a half of your time we'll be right back with your calls stand by we've reached a pivotal moment in the great awakening culture was hijacked and weaponized a long time ago but now we see it as the final battlefront of the information war of good versus evil so get in we're hijacking it back for the cause here at Rise Attire, we spit on the garbage narratives of mainstream media propaganda. It's a means to an end for the agenda of the corporate elite globalist cabal. Welcome to Clown World. It's all a fake joke. But you're not. You are real. So, recognize us? We are Rise Attire and we've got the solution for all your based apparel needs. We do premium, top shelf, cut and sew apparel that's 100% made in America and 100% evil free, guaranteed. Mimetic messaging and dope style will have you maneuvering through clowns with swagger in no time. Plant red pills in the minds of normies, attract more base people into your life, and give a big middle finger to the system. Go to RiseAttireUSA.com now. Repping truth never looks so good. Rise proudly sponsors Brothers Uncensored. Use promo code ABEWAVE for 10% off your first purchase. RiseAttireUSA.com. Check them out when you guys get time. Put in discount code ABEWAVE, A-B-E-W-A-V-E, when we do the checkout. And maybe, just maybe, you'll get a 10% discount. Actually, what I really wanted to say is I'm going to bring Glenn here into the live on air and see if we can get this to work. Glenn, can I hear you? Oops. How about uh, you, Abe? Uh, unmute. Uh, 
you there? Yep, I got you. Okay, cool. Well, that would seem to work better than I thought. I muted myself when I signed in, so you may want to set up an auto-mute on the Discord uh, for the pre-scream. Otherwise, you're going to get that on you. Anybody that comes in, you're going to hear them on your show. Yeah, I'm going to have I to think. See. I think. I'm going to I'm probably going to need somebody to lurk in that room while we're while we're live and kind of screen calls in the pre-screen room. So if there's any volunteers out there that want to hang out and pre-screen and basically all you got to do is make sure the mic works. If it works, um, then uh, ask them to mute until I bring them on air. That's basically all you got to do. So if there's anybody that wants to do that in Discord, I'd appreciate that help. Okay, now are you seeing my video cuz uh I had my video on. No, I, I'm just uh, voice connected only for Discord. Oh, okay. You just voice connected. Okay. Uh, Joe, what? No pedo gate today? No what? <laughs> pedo gate? No pedo gate. Oh, you know what? What's interesting when you said that is I had a couple of alerts that showed up on my phone and one that I forgot to mention, which was uh, Bill and Melinda Gates divorcing. <laughs> yeah, well, that one we knew we've seen. Uh, now I guess Manson's going to use the gay defense uh, on his. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, at Chicago schools, yeah, we're we're surprised by all the corruption in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abe, on your car, four by four is selectable on some of these uh, four uh, automatic four by fours. It's not selectable, and it's always four by four. So you got to watch out with that. I mean, That's I understand literally... all that. I was more, I, I was more w- worried about the the uh, mechanical function to make sure that I still have that kind of traction in an all wheel drive. In all wheel drive, you'll have it, it all the time, no matter what. On uh, one ve- on one vehicle, there's. Uh, I remember they said it was always on, and you could not get out of it. I don't remember which one. Yeah, I, I got, uh, I got you. Yeah, all right, cool. But most, like I said, mostly I'm, I was trying to ask, what's the mechanical difference? And apparently there's none, so that's interesting. Well, there's a little bit, but just a turn button. That's it. Only thing you're doing is turning it on to four wheel drive. That's the only difference. Or or shift gear and or locking hubs or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and the low gear is kind of nice too. To be honest with you, with the four wheel drive, if you got the low uh, four four wheel low, like for example, if you're trying to pull out of a, a boat ramp or something, that low wheel drive comes in handy as a, as opposed to all wheel drive. Yeah, two thousand twenty five hundred RPM for three miles an hour. Yeah, I love it. That's a good point. That's a good point too. Having that having that low uh, four wheel drive is is handy. Also, I'm gonna have to go test yep. drive and see what kind of because I think only one model. It might be the Ford Edge Titanium. Might be the only model that comes with four wheel drive versus all wheel drive. So I'm gonna have to go do some more research on that. Right, no, and you can get a yeah, model. yeah. Uh, yeah, Kendra? test drive. Go look at them. Wait, hold on. Don't you, buy new. Wait. You can get a lower model uh, in a four wheel drive. You can get a base model in a four wheel drive. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Thanks. Yeah. And don't buy new if you want. Uh, you're better off uh, with a pre owned. Uh, yeah, I'm not buying. I'm leasing. Yeah, okay. And the Apple Fortnite one is actually because Apple was taking 30% of Fortnite's profits when they went through the store. Yeah. Aww. 
Well, yeah. it's, it could end up being uh, important for other uh, platforms like uh, Foxhole. I mean, they're they're basically they they are using editorial power to limit who can be on their platform. That's not the way it was meant to be. That that's a that is what a the definition of a monopoly. Right. Now, uh, Abe, I got a note here. Uh, did they get into the SCOTUS carry across state lines routine uh, rule yet? They rejected it two years ago because of Roberts, and they didn't have um, Kavanaugh and, and Amy Coney Barrett on the court yet. So they I, know, thought, I, mean, I didn't know whether it was on the docket again. I just saw that they uh, they yet. did not they did not rule on the bump stock. I think they threw that out. No, uh, they they ruled that the bump stock was uh, unconstitutional. They, they, you can't limit, yeah. yeah. But no, the um the other one that you're talking about, it, there's a chance that it's going to come up in the next couple of years again. There's a couple more court cases that are working their way up the appeals court. So it's you know how this shit takes like two years, two or three years to go through the court, if not longer than that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I've seen cases go six to ten years, but yeah, uh, because that the carry across state lines actually goes to the Constitution where it says. Uh, the decisions of one state shall be ruled for uh, in all states. That's just a paraphrase. But they, what they ended up doing was um, New York and New Jersey came to some kind of agreement, and they changed the law to allow that specific case for New Yorkers to carry into Jersey to go to to uh, shooting place uh, shooting centers. That was the whole. Uh, hang up in the case so they ended up ruling that the case was was moot because they ended up changing the law to allow people to carry across state lines so they that case really hasn't been uh officially uh decided by the courts yet right uh and the one i because i keep remembering back to that pennsylvania what six years in jail for carrying her gun from pennsylvania into new jersey when she was legally licensed in pennsylvania I keep going back to that one. Yep. Good point. Uh, let's see. My rapid fire news. Uh, Secretary of State says no, but uh, Biden is following Obama's lead in paying off Iran. I'm freezing $7 billion to swap out four prisoners held in Iran for four Iranian prisoners. Yeah. And heard- Britain's going to pay. I heard. Uh, and Britain's going to pay. Uh, I heard that they uh, um, uh, are acting like the deal wasn't done yet, but but Iran is saying that it happened, so that's interesting. <laughs> right, and Britain's going to pay. I may have this number wrong: four hundred pounds sterling for a prisoner. Denise may correct me on that, uh, or it could be four hundred million pounds or something like that. But that's my note on that one. Uh, had the tornadoes in the south this morning, uh, overnight and this morning, where it went through uh, Mississippi and Alabama. Uh, great lockdown rally in Montreal over the weekend, where you had, it looked like 50,000 people out there. And then here's one. <laughs> there, uh, the left is at it again. A, a San Francisco newspaper is going after Disney for Snow White. Why? Because of the kiss. Because she did not give her consent. So they're going after Disney for that one. So there goes another Disney movie right down the drain. 
Yeah, with the rest of them. <laughs> yeah, they can all go as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> well, they, they were good movies back for us kids then. Uh, it's just all the uh, adults putting into it what they see and interpret. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I still wish that there just could be a conservative non-Disney channel. <laughs> you, know, uh, yeah. you know, they don't show. I, I understand that they're showing, you know, older shows that are positive per se, but I don't know, man. I can't even watch some of my daughter's stuff that she watches without cringing at some things. <laughs> yeah. Just looking at any one of the kids' movies, and uh, we go back to what? Uh, Teletubbies or something like that, where they oh, started all that crap? Yep. Uh, let's see. I'm going to skip over the Arizona Soros lockdown there. Uh, you got the Republicans win in Texas. Uh, and if anybody's using Microsoft Team to uh, do uh, work at work, uh, collaborate at work, well, Microsoft is now saying everything will be recorded, no saw, matter what. I saw that, too. Uh, I looked into it, and it's Microsoft Teams is going to be recording everything. Uh, you'll get a notice on your screen saying you are re- being recorded. Uh, and I wonder what kind of espionage they're going to use with that. Uh, oh, good stuff, one. Glenn. I, I appreciate it very much. One last one. I got to let you one go. One more. One more quick one for Joe. <laughs> one more quick one for Joe. German police smashed Darknet child porn network with 400,000 members. I saw that, but I didn't see. I was looking for additional sources on it. That's why I haven't reported on it yet. Oh, okay. But interesting, yeah. nonetheless. Yeah, that, and that's all I got, uh, I think. Good stuff, man. I appreciate uh, it very much. I'm going to get to another caller here. I appreciate it very much, Glenn. Okay, no problem, Joe. You have a good one. Abe, you have a good one. Love the fam out there, and uh, you all have a very great night. You too, Glenn. Appreciate the call, brother. Good stuff no from Glenn, as always. Appreciate you very much, man. I just, you know, I don't want to take up too much of everyone's time. There's a lot of people calling, so... Joe, uh, you got to hop into Zoom now. Um, I'm doing that right now. How does that work if I have multiple? Well, we'll find find out. out. (laughs) In theory, it should kind of work. Uh, All right. So leave your cameras off. Leave everything off. Only turn your or actually go into Discord and mute Discord. It says, well, that says it didn't start the video yeah that's fine and then just unmute your once you mute in discord unmute in zoom um yeah where'd you go i just bounced you out shit yo Hey, what's up, man? I'm trying to get this shit figured out. It's not working yet. Uh, I think it bounced Joe right out of Zoom. Successful or test failed? We'll find out. Yeah, this test has failed. It's it's confusing the fuck out of his computer because he's connected to uh, two different audio sources. He's 
It's not working. You're you're, you're muted, bro. Yeah, and well, I'm muted to you. I'm trying to do ten things at once here. Um, oh, no, no, take your time. Take your time. Yeah, it's not it's not working. So basically, Joe can't hear you. Joe, if you can hear me, uh, unmute back in Discord oh, again. Joe right, can't down. hear me now. I can talk mad shit about Joe. Right. Yeah, but now he can't hear you. I'm so. Just kidding, man. I'll let you guys work out the kinks. You want me to mute and hang out for a sec? Um, I'm trying to think here how I could do this. It basically kicked you out of Zoom, huh, Joe? Joe? Go ahead, go kicked- ahead, bro. I'm going to oh, listen I live heard, heard uh, while you guys talk. It kicked Joe, did it kick you out of Zoom? No, I left because it was screwing all my stuff up. What do you mean by screwing it up? Oh, it was, uh, things were popping up and saying it's trying to share my video and my sound and everything else. And uh, but I'll try it again if you want me to. Yeah, just don't let it share anything at first, and then just um just mute in Discord and then unmute in Zoom. All right, gotcha. It would be nice if we could get this to work. That way, it'd be we can keep the. I don't know. What do you think of the Belushi? Let me get you in here, man. What do you think of the new show layout? Yeah, man, I like it. I, you know, obviously you got to work out the kinks, but uh, yeah, I mean, you can get more channels, you know, inbound and figure out how to toggle back and forth. I think it'll be, uh, it'll be a nice little uh, um, setup there. Yeah, that's what's coming. This is just kind of day one test. <laughs> then we're gonna, you know, who, you know who 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 joggles all that stuff. You know, it's funny because I, you know, I've seen Frank uh, fumble with it. I've seen four one two fumble with it. Um, I'm trying to think of who who sort of got it down in terms of of, of how you uh, toggle between these different between. It seems like Discord is always the problem. To be honest with you, Discord right? worked great. I didn't have any problems with with. Uh, well, that's because Joe and I are using the audio from Discord. So, oh, okay, yeah, right. okay. Because that, I, I, I think that's why, though. Yeah, I think that's why, and I think maybe the inverse problem is why other people have problems with Discord because they're not using the Discord audio. Right. Yeah. That's I think all. I don't think all the systems play well together. Right? They don't. It's a fucking pain in the ass. It's a royal pain in the ass. Yeah. All right. Joe's muted in, in the Discord. So yeah, good to go. You're muted, Joe. So you can unmute here, Joe, or in theory try to. It's May not let you. I felt like I unmuted you. Can you guys hear me now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can hear you, Joe. Oh, you can? Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Can we still I, was hear having an, I was having yeah. an echo before. Yeah, you guys have actually. You guys had a little bit of an echo sort of throughout the show today. Uh, to be honest with you, hmm. how about uh, now? How are not we doing not, not now? super bad. Like not. It just I could hear like background. Like I could hear when when Joe was talking to Abe. I could hear Abe on a little bit of a delay hearing Joe. So I don't know if, what was going on there. If it was your computer speaker going back through your mic or. All right, we'll play with it some more. Yeah, um, yeah, I was just just a little positive feedback. Just appreciate yeah. it. Just no, that's I mean, it was I really would like to have it the the it's set up like this with the virtual cam. It's just it's uh we're gonna have to dial, dial in the kinks. But anyways, let's skip to that. What's on your mind, bro? How you been? How was your weekend? I mean, yeah, my weekend was good, man. How about you guys? And it was awesome. I had a I had fun Saturday, just getting like a small little project. It was a beautiful day here. Finally, I mean, we've only had like one day over seventy, so it sucked. Uh, this yeah, this, this winter and spring just royally sucked. So finally, yeah, you get some it, nice weather, man. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. You're Wisconsin, right? Yeah, it was yeah. like it was like fucking eighty six on Saturday. I was like, holy crap! And I was like, I had to get my kid outside, and we like ran around, did some shit, and went down to the river and stuff. But uh, got some healing yeah, in. It, first first yeah, time yeah, I had a was, chance to heal from the sun since uh, the, the fall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. It was it was like it was a little humid too. I'm like, oh shit, maybe this might be a little like you know a little little taste of what we're about to get, but. 
yeah, I didn't have like a whole lot. I just wanted to check in and say hi. Um, I do have a personal story and I, you know, I'm still following, um, you know, I'm really concerned with this Vax thing, man. It's, it's just really. Yeah, your mic's super low, bro. Uh, let me just pull it up closer. How's that? Much well, better. Okay, cool. Yeah, like the, um, this Vax thing is really breaking my heart, man. So uh, my mom, my mom and I, my hand was funny. My mom is the one who got me into Q, even though I've been doing conspiracy stuff and, and looking into shit since 9-11. Uh, she, she got me into Q and, and she's way about it. And he, he, so I'm the oldest of four and he, he's just right below me and he's just being a little shit right now. And he's, he's really successful. He makes a lot of money, does well for himself. And he still lives in Chicago. And, and, um, you know, I, we think he got the vax. And so my sister, uh, went out there, you know, over the weekend to hang out and we're like, well, did he get the vax? And he won't answer the question. I'm like, he got the fucking vax. And uh, we just can't understand why. But anyways, my my uh, so most of my well, I have still have a lot of family in Chicago. I'm actually on my mom's side, Coyle, Irish Catholic. You know, my mom went to New Trier, too. Uh, it's like almost 90 of us on that side of the family. It's crazy. Most of them are still in the North Shore. Uh, my my uncle went to uh, his doctor because he ugh, fucking idiot. He got COVID, you know, he was like, oh, I can't taste or smell. So he went and got a COVID test. I'm like, well, you know, it's positive, whatever. It's positive or negative. It's always going to be fucking positive. I mean, who knows these fucking tests? So he asked his doctor to get ivermectin uh, to, to get a, a treatment for it. You know, uh, he didn't ask him for HCQ, but he go, this is what his doctor said to him. Why? It doesn't work. Why would you want to get that? You should just get the vaccine. He's already got supposedly covid so he, his doctor told him to get the vaccine. I'm like, what? I'm sorry, guys. I'm like, does this make? Am I the only? Am I retarded here? I'm like, is this the only? Am I the only one that feels like that's like the most inflammatory statement from your from your physician that you could ever hear? Yeah, man, I mean, that's insane. And so he actually prescribed it to him, and he got it. But I'm like, I don't know. That was like really the only story I had. But it was like, I just thought I'd share it with everyone because it's like this is what doctors are telling people. Like they're going for the therapeutics, the things that actually work for treatment of the actual symptoms when you have it. And they're telling you to get the vax instead. So you're going to try to treat something that you already have with something that's a prevent, supposedly a preventative measure of getting it. Come on, man. Wow. I get your, I get your point, dude. That's crazy, dude. I mean, that's just, I mean, I have lost so much respect and trust for doctors, man, especially the, the, the doctors in the VA. These guys are just biding time. They're just, they don't even care that they're there. They don't even want, want to help people. They just go through the motion of their job day by day. It's laughable. It really is. I mean, they've, they've just become drug dealers. Like, yeah. That's all it is. I mean, um, I've had a, a, a few a really close, two close friends of mine, uh, one of which is from Chicago as well. Um, his mother is dealing with some stage four uh, cancer. It's really sad. We're trying to help their family. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're reactionary. They're not preventative. They don't get ahead of anything. They don't understand what's going on. And then, you know, she's got, you know, she, she's got this, this throat tumor and something's going on. And then all of a sudden there's a colon issue and they're like, well, we don't know why this is happening. And so they're reactionary. They're reacting to things. They don't know why things are happening. Like they're not assessing patients in a proper manner and they're not, um, you know, allowing people to get ahead of, of, of potential ailments that could occur in the future. I mean, there's no preventative medicine in Western medicine. It's like, um, you know, I work for Pfizer or I work for, you know, Johnson Johnson, or I work for, you know, and I push these drugs because, 
because you know my my drug rep you know i get a bonus if i sell these many fucking shots i mean it's it's insane it's all it's 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 western medicine is fucking bullshit let me tell you that it is and it's uh, a i'm just sick and joke, tired man. of it i'm sick and tired of it man and i just i don't know my family we're all about natural cures but i just you know i just thought i'd share that with you guys because it's just so sad man so sad what's going on right now it is you would and, think uh, that that people would want to help and there's don't get me wrong there's no shortage of great doctors nurses no no and, absolutely and, I agree. but yeah. but the way that the industry has has uh, what has become and how it's the industrialized almost. It's just, it's, they're, it's, yeah. they're treated like sheep, man. You can, if you talk to a doctor, they'll tell you it's, they're just, they're treated like a dog coming through that, that day. It doesn't, it doesn't even affect them. It's, it's, I don't know, man, something's wrong. It's very wrong. The insurance companies, the pharmaceutical companies, you know, everyone's become a commodity and a paycheck and a bonus and, and uh, an incentive and, um, yeah, we have, we have a lot of problems to solve in this country, but, but the, um, um, you know, beyond the election stuff and beyond, you know, uh, the financial stuff. I mean, the medical industry is a huge fucking problem. We've fought for fucking goddamn, years to try to. If to I see tr- one more goddamn TikTok nurse fucking right? video, I'm going to shoot somebody. I swear I know. to God. Stop fucking YouTube making or whatever videos. Platform we're on, and just metaphorically. Yeah, no, I'm going to fucking do your fucking that. job. We fought so long to get to a point where we had we had people in, in the position to actually f- make change in the healthcare industry and the way that this industry industry works there's tons of people with great solutions and all they would have to do is be put into legislation and be put into action and we would solve this problem once and for all but once again big pharma does not want to make the changes to their bottom line no nor does the doctrine the whole healthcare industry as a whole uh is too friggin uh stocked up on greed instead of helping people i know just be honest man just be like if you really got into it into it to help people or did you really get into it to make money I mean, it's become pretty clear. I think I think most industries, you can ask that question. It's amazing. Like, yeah. people are like, oh, I just wear the mask or I'll just get the vax because I have to go to work or blah, blah, blah. It's like people don't realize sort of the implications in, in just in terms of like the grander, you know, sense of humanity and like where we're trying to ascend to as a human race. Like, people are like, you know, because of this Babylon money system, this, 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 this spell that's on us, you know, um, you know, and I'm <laughs> in finance. I mean, which is like, you know, sort of crazy, but it's like, you know, I, I see what it does to people and, and, and how it sort of has people abandoning, abandoning their morals. And um, yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough. Just a Monday, just, you know, I was just right. kicking the shit with my mom and I'm like, you know, just, she's like, yeah, you know, uncle so-and-so was like, yeah, his doctor was like, it's not going to do anything for you. I'm like, yes, it will. That's like one of the leading therapeutics for covid and like, like grudgingly fucking uh, prescribed it to him. And then I heard another story uh, where um, a woman, uh, uh, she was on your show. I heard it on your show. I think it was Thursday or something. She was from Central Illinois. Or no, maybe it was Red Pill. She's from Central Illinois. And she she got her doctor to pre- prescribe her H, uh, uh, HCQ or HQ. Did I say that right? HCQ? Yeah. And um, the pharmacy wouldn't give it to her. <laughs> And she had to have her doctor fucking get it for, like, deliver to her doctor's what the office. fuck? How is that even yeah. possible that a pharmacist can tell you what you can or can't take? That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's fucking crazy. Where's the incentive there for the pharmacy or the pharmacist or some whatever, some CVS? I mean, it's like. Meanwhile, you know, our generation that has the, the answers to these problems that can actually affect change for the better are watching all of our elderly uh, be treated like cattle and just fade away into the into the sunset. It's 
Very frustrating. Yeah, yeah. Joe, anything the, the you want elderly, to give it before? The elderly, which is is which is really sad, but you know, what's even more upsetting is is the children and yeah. what they're doing to these kids. I heard a story um, out of uh, I was listening to Bards. You guys listen to Bards FM ever? Uh, Bard had this. I this never get a on. chance, but I respect the hell out of that dude. Yeah, yeah, I was on, I was on his show once or twice, but Bard is um, uh, he had this woman on who started this school. She's from New York. She moved down to Florida. And she's, and she's in retirement and her and her husband are great patriots and they started this school. And I, I think there was a story in the news about this where, where they were saying that they were going to uh, not allow teachers to work there that had been vaccinated. I don't know if you guys heard about this. So anyways, I, there was one bad apple, one teacher basically like, you know, freaked out and was like, you know, oh, they're going to, you know, fire me because I got a vaccine and blah, blah, blah. And like, they're, you know, fucking with these kids. So the, what, basically what they're doing is they have this free school, this free school in uh, down in South Florida excuse me i think 300 students and um basically no masks no teacher no vaccines nothing required it's a you know basically just normal fucking school for kids and they're on this mission uh and this one uh teacher you know got let go because um you know she's you know i don't know some some uh sleeper leftist whatever and it caused all these problems they started getting all this press and they're getting all this attention and they're getting harassed and press in front of the school she told this story about this five-year-old little girl who they took from another school and they brought they agreed to bring her into the school to try to get her you know basically deprogrammed this little girl five years old was having a panic attack because she'd been so indoctrinated to wear the mask by her parents that she couldn't be around other kids that weren't wearing masks she freaked out Oh, that's so sad. Five man. years old. That's just ridiculous. They, they should, this is what's going on. That's freaking child abuse, man. This Joe, let me get abuse. Joe in here, and I gotta get to a next caller. Joe, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'll let you guys go. I just, you know, it's just somber Monday a little bit. It just, you know, this is this is the stuff that's happening in our country, guys. And again, I mean, just focus on the kids, focus on the families, focus on the elderly, focus on the freedom, and, and love you guys. Peace. Hope you had a good weekend. Good to see everyone. I uh, can't hear you, Joe. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can hear you, Joe. Oh, there we go. Hi, bye, okay. Joe. <laughs> hey, great, great points, Belushi. I really appreciate the call, brother. Thanks, man. Good, good to talk to you guys. You Take too, care of yourself, talk man. Soon. Have a good right. one. Yeah, Hang in there, bro. All right. All right bro. One day at a time. All yep, right. Yep. All good right. stuff, man. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see. I know um, Denise was in here second, so let me get her in here. So I had, I figured it out. I had to deafen and mute my mic in discord. I assume everybody out there can hear me. At least I hope. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, while the zoom call is going on. So, cause I had, a, I had an echo and I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, but I now I'm getting some echo on this side. We'll have to keep playing with it. I think it's because of the initial setting that we set it at just, um, wasn't the right one. So we'll have to keep, we'll have to play with it some more to get it right. Oh, dude, dude, man, good to see you out there, man. Um, a new generation of fearful idiots, exactly. Uh, that's a good comment, Uncle Krusty. Um, Texas girl, good to see you out there. Hope all is well. Uh, let's see, who, over, who else is over there in Foxhole? Tam's out there, good to see you. Aurelius, good to see you out there. Jill and Gomez, and good to see you as well. Uh, hopefully I can get, uh, Denise in here. Let me see. How can I do this? Uh... Hello. Hello, Denise. How are you? I'm okay. Thank you. How are you too? 
Doing fantastic, hopefully, if you can hear me. <laughs> I can hear you both perfectly clearly. Thank you. Fantastic. Um, well, I did see the breaking news come up about Bill and Melinda Gates and um, 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 I've forgotten his name now. Brought it up, so I lost that story. Um, Sorry, I was uh, playing with uh, when, the settings. Say that again, the story. I said the story that broke. I did see it break about Bill and Melinda Gates and put it in Discord. Oh, you Glenn said, yeah. I, I didn't get a chance to off. check it. That's in the breaking news? Yeah. Um, but Glenn brought it up, so I can't um, talk about that. And I did send you the German police smashing that pedophile ring in discord at well as Excellent. well but glenn beat me to the shot on that as well <laughs> he gotcha. keeps pinching my stories tell him huh <laughs> glenn's stealing glenn your thunder my stories tell him <laughs> you're gonna um, you're gonna have to do well, what i used to do you gotta you gotta keep them to the last minute so everyone doesn't steal your your thunder yeah. Come on, Glenn, do your own research, buddy. Don't don't take uh, Denise's stories. <laughs> um, I have just dropped another one. Science. We'll do a bit. I'll do a bit of science with you. Um, I dropped in Discord as well. Uh, it's about compressed air battery, not hydro, but hydro. Um, hmm. New battery technology. Yeah, new battery technology. It's a comp. It's high dose store will store compressed air in a reservoir that's partially filled with water to balance out the pressure. The whole system will hold up to 12 hours of energy for grids where the two plants are planned. First plant will be built in Rosamond, California, while the second one is yet to be determined. I thought that was interesting. Hydro. Uh, compressed air energy. Indeed, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do a little research on that and see what's behind it. That. that is interesting. Um, I slung the link in Discord, so you can research to your heart's content. Sweet. Uh, Boris has brought out a. There will the social distancing will end um, within the next few uh, few weeks. He, I think he's saying before June the twelfth. So there'll be none of that silliness going on anymore. Not that quite a lot of people are ignoring it anyway now. Um, it's nice to see people um, not wearing masks and hugging each other and walking together. Because uh, there was another big demonstration this weekend in, in London that didn't hit the news again. Um, there, was another and, there was another rally this weekend? Yeah. In nice. London, it wasn't reported again, but the, the BBC keeps saying a couple of hundred, a few hundred, and believe you me, it's tens of thousands eh, that are turning up, not a couple of hundred. Um, but they, they won't show it on, on TV, it doesn't fit the narrative, you see. Yeah, indeed. Um, and I think that was about it. Well, I have something for you. What? You have a gift what on you have a gift on your way. It should be there in about a week or so. Oh, brilliant. 
brilliant. Now, if I wasn't camera shy, I might take a picture of me wearing it. I'll have to have a think about it. But brilliant news. Yeah. You do I look forward to receiving that package. Maybe you can do a picture uh, almost like a, um, uh, what do they call it? A, uh, you know, when, when they hide off. Well, yeah, well, you could do that, I guess. I was going to say like a witness protection program where, you know, you can just kind of sort of see a little bit of a glimpse of you, but not quite, you know, in the shadows, sort of speak. Yeah, put, I'll put my wig on back to front so you can't see my face. <laughs> Don't do that. We want to see your pretty face. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm camera shy. Anyway, thank you for that. I'll look forward to receiving that package. Um Texas girl. Yeah, that's why I have to thank for that. Bless her cotton socks. Indeed. I uh, hope it's a girl. She anyway, has she has been girl? doing a great job for sure. Yeah. So anyway, I'll 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 um go away and not take up any more time. I don't like to blabber too long because I know that you have people waiting. Have a great evening, Denise. Much love. And to you too. Take care now. Bye. Take care, Denise. Thanks so much for the call. Appreciate it. Bruce Banner's been waiting for a while. I apologize for that, Bruce. Also, if there was anyone out there that missed, um, you know, the, the call for gifts, I was hoping that we would get all that done uh, at one point in time. So we only we only had about a week or two weeks, week and a half, two weeks to uh, gather all of your addresses. If I missed anybody, send me an email, alan at uncensoredaid.com, and I'll hook you up if you have supported the show. I want to give you a gift from me to you. So appreciate you guys on that front. Um, let me get uh, Bruce in here. Whoops, that's the wrong one. Um, let's see. Bruce, can you hear me? Go ahead and unmute yeah, if you can. Yeah, there we go. Can you hear me now? Yeah, what's up, man? Hey, Bruce. Good. How are Thanks you guys for, doing? Good, man. Thanks for calling. How you been? Oh, I've been really good. I really like the dynamic of your of your guys' show together. It's it's pretty cool. Thanks, Thanks man. I appreciate, appreciate that. that. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell. Yeah, I was uh I thought I'd call in Gabe or not I was gonna call you Gabe. I had a friend named Gabe, but it's Abe, not Gabe. Uh about your uh your question about the four wheel drive and all wheel drive. Yeah. So the difference is uh with the four wheel drive, like the transfer case sends power to the front wheels is not a differential so it doesn't allow the wheels in the front to turn at a different speed than the wheels in the back so you can't drive it all the time and you'll blow your transfer case if you go down the highway too far too long eventually you'll blow it because it's building up tension whereas with all-wheel drive they're designed so that it like do you know how the differential works on your on a two-wheel drive like between the two tires yeah so it allows you when you turn corners, like the inside tire is going to make a smaller circle than the outside tire. So it has to turn at a different rate. So it allows the wheels to turn at different speeds. That's what a differential does. And uh, with all wheel drive, it does the same thing between the front axles and the back, back axles so that you can drive all the time in essentially four wheel drive. But it's not a, it's not a true four wheel drive, which locks everything up. So if you're going on snow or ice like we have here in Canada a lot or or mud, it's no problem with four-wheel drive. But you don't want to do it on dry pavement because you might wreck your transfer case. And uh, all-wheel drive is pretty cool because it's – I know you said you don't want your vehicle teaching you how to drive or whatever, but it, it works pretty good. Like if you, if you uh, put two vehicles side-by-side side on ice 
and you pin it, the one with all-wheel drive will move ahead faster because it's going to reduce the slippage to the tires that don't have traction. You know, I think I saw that video where they did an experiment like that, and it was amazing how how much the uh, or how quick the uh, all-wheel drive adjusted for the for which tire was losing traction. Yeah, it makes a big difference. And then the other thing too is like if you're on dry pavement and you go into the parking lot at Home Depot or whatever, you know, you you won't be able to turn into that parking stall if you're in four wheel drive. If you've ever noticed that your your vehicle kind of chirps and yeah. and and skips sideways, yeah. and that's why because the because they're locked solid and they 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 can't turn at the, at a different rate. Whereas all wheel drive, you won't notice anything. It'll be just like driving a regular two wheel drive car. And some of the new all-wheel drives, you can lock into all-time all-wheel drive as well. Oh, really? That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's pretty cool. Now, not I'm not sure which manufacturers, you know, per se have that option, but I, I know it's available. So that's, that's even better than four-wheel drive if you can lock it in all-time all-wheel drive. Although, obviously, you know, the gas mileage is an issue, but... If you're yeah. driving in those kind of situations, you don't give a shit about gas mileage. All you care about is getting through it. That's right. That's right. So, you know, I think when they first came out with all-wheel drive, there was concern about them not being as reliable because everybody sort of looked at, you know, the old standard transmission was tougher than the automatic and that kind of mentality. But the automatics and the uh, the, the limited slip is, is so good nowadays. I think I'd personally, I'd rather have all-wheel drive than four-wheel drive. And I, I have both. I have a Ford pickup four-wheel drive and i have a an acura car that's all-wheel drive but uh yeah i wouldn't worry about getting an all-wheel drive vehicle but the only difference is because the uh like there's power that's lost from the engine to the wheels on on all vehicles so if you have 300 horsepower at the motor and you got a two-wheel drive vehicle you might only have 250 or 270 at the wheels because of the power that's lost through the drivetrain so if you have all-wheel drive, you're going to lose a little bit more as well because it's sending power through another drivetrain to the front. So they get a, they get slightly less uh, fuel economy on average. So if that's really important to you, then you might want to consider, you know, just getting a two-wheel drive or getting a, a four-wheel drive. Gotcha. Well, that's that really uh, is a perfect breakdown, man. I appreciate it. Now I know why you wanted to call in. <laughs> yeah, and then the other thing too is with the high octane fuel, save your money, man. It's a it's a waste of money unless you have a, a high compression, high performance engine because it's not it doesn't give you any more power. What it does is it retards the uh, the ignition of the fuel. It actually slows it down. It doesn't slow it down, but it it prevents it from igniting too soon and causing knocking or pinging. So if you don't need that, it doesn't do anything for you. It's what I, we have all like at least 10% ethanol in all of our shit now. And the the local gas stations here, the only one that doesn't have ethanol is the high octane. That's actually why I do it. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I just, but my Acura, which kind of pisses me off, I have to use high octane fuel. If I don't, it runs like shit. And the Ford uh, with the EcoBoost has got way more power, but it, it just runs on regular. It runs beautifully. So. I actually ran into 85 octane, no ethanol. Uh, was uh, one of the, it was the first time I've run into that from a gas station this weekend when I was uh, driving around. I wish they would. I wish every state would require a low octane, no ethanol, because I don't want that ethanol crap. Is even worse for my fuel injectors. So well, the, well, you're talking about the E85. The E85. The downside with that is is you have to see a 30 cent difference in price between 
E85 and regular gas to even break even as far as gas mileage is concerned because you actually lose gas mileage by using the E85. No, I mean, I mean, you can't, all the gas comes with ethanol now. That's what I mean. You can't right. find a clean, you know, it drives me nuts. Go ahead, um, Bruce. I was just going to say, and the other thing uh, is when you're, if you're looking to buy a vehicle, this is a suggestion that you might want to consider. Like a, a buddy of mine bought the brand new uh, 2015 Ford when they, the first year they came out with the all aluminum body. And I would have loved to have gotten that truck because I, I love the idea of having a vehicle that'll never rust. But I used my, uh, I, I was disciplined and I went to a, uh, to a lease buyback from a fleet dealer and identical truck, except his was one year newer. And mine, mine was six months old with, uh, I think it's over 20,000 kilometers, which is about eight, 15,000 or 18,000 miles. He paid 60,000 for his, and I paid 30,000 for mine. Identical model features everything. So, uh, that's the way to do it. You're right. Well, the thing is, is the biggest kick in the nuts to get on resale is the first, uh, when you drive out off the lot, when it's brand new. And the other thing that people don't know is I had a friend who was a, a salesman for many years, car salesman, and he said that uh, all the dealerships lose money on their leases, uh, on the, pardon me, on the fleet leases. So when they lease to a big company, like maybe 100, 100 cars or 100 trucks a year, they lose money on that. And the only reason they do it is that the, dealer, the Ford or GM or Dodge make them do it. And if they don't move enough volume, then they don't get as many vehicles as they want. So so these big fleet companies like in Canada here, it's called uh, the driving force. They're, they're, they're national across the country and they do like, they have hundreds of thousands of fleet vehicles that you can go buy every six months, uh, a six month old vehicle. And so they're getting their vehicles brand new from Ford, GM and Dodge or any, anybody for about probably 25% cheaper than you and I can when we buy it brand new. So there's that plus the vehicle is already six months old factored into the price and so you get a wicked wicked discount for an almost new vehicle and then if you want you can you can buy an extended warranty from them yeah and those fleet vehicles for the most part they you know they, anybody who who's ever uh messed up a fleet vehicle they they take it pretty seriously so most of those are taken care of maintenance wise and everything wise so that is a smart yeah. way to go i just yeah. I, we're, we're i'm never gonna i'm gonna have a car payment for the rest of my life and so if if that's the reality then uh, basically I might as well just lease. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, I mean, it's up to you. I just thought I'd throw it out there because if you're, if you're more interested in the value and then maybe getting out from under the vehicle payment, then it's easier to do with a cheaper vehicle. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, honestly, I'm, we're still coming off of, uh, I lost everything, you know, so I, we're coming off of bankruptcy. I think we're at like, I don't know what year we're in now, but, but we're at a point where we can start doing something. So part of it too, oh, yeah, yeah. part of it too is um, using that to rebuild credit as well. Yeah, well, that's a good way to do it. So either with a, a, a new, like purchase, outright purchase of a new vehicle or lease, we'll do this, the same thing. So yeah, I just thought I'd throw that out there with uh, your questions on the all-wheel drive because uh, there is a big difference. And uh, you know, and the other thing too is if you did get a vehicle, like the one thing I like, if you're into pickups and you want a pickup, I love the fact that the the, the all aluminum body on those Ford pickups because yeah. the number one resale factor on a vehicle is the condition of the body. And, you know, up here in Canada, we get lots of rust on our vehicles. Uh, I don't know where you live, but if you're in the desert down in California or Nevada or, or whatever, you don't have such a problem, but 
Yeah. Most places, you're I'm gonna a, get a lot of rust. I'm up in Wisconsin. I'm a northern boy, so yeah, it does. And that's why I want the. I want. I'm concerned with the difference between the two because I mean, I, I have four wheel drive on my truck, and I whenever she like there was a couple times where there was a foot of snow on the ground, and she made it to work in my truck. And I would rather have her feel feel trust in her vehicle um, because she doesn't want to pick up. So I would rather her, you know, have trust in her vehicle that it'll make it there in those same kind of days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All wheel drive all the way then. If that's if that's the main reason to track for driving in snow and ice, it's all wheel drive all day long. It beats the it beats four wheel drive. Like I, I almost never put my truck in four wheel drive. I used to work out in the bush for years and that's why I always had four wheel drives, but uh I've I haven't put it in four wheel drive for maybe two years. Can't remember the last time I used it. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I'm probably gonna need I would be concerned with is once I've if and when uh we finally get a chance to go like on vacations and, you know, there's a lot of land. I can drive it anywhere, but I'm not going to be taking her vehicle friggin' off-roading. <laughs> I'll, I'll take my truck if I'm going to go do some <laughs> off-roading. So, you know, it's going to, for the most part, it's going to be on the road. I'm not going to be, maybe some gravel, things like that, but I'm not going to take that thing, you know, up and down hills and shit. <laughs> yeah, and if you ever did need, you know, like, I mean, it is four-wheel drive. It's it's, But they call it, I think the only reason they call it all-wheel drive is to confuse people, but it is four-wheel drive, but with, Works. it's like four Four-wheel drive plus, 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 because it basically gives you all the, it's the best of all worlds. Yeah, the only uh, comment that I would make on fleet vehicles is depends on what kind of fleet vehicle it is. A lot of times fleet vehicles are like rental cars. That I would avoid because if you've ever rented a car, at least I personally drove it like I stole it. So I don't know if if I would recommend a uh you know but some of the like company fleet vehicles yeah absolutely so just be careful because a lot of times they kind of group those together and the next thing you know you'll end up with a a car that some kid rented for a week and beat the crap out of that's true because i I got that company vehicle when it was a uh, charger and i i drove the fuck out of that that's what i'm saying so we got this 2014 ford pickup uh it's got uh it had 20,000 or a little over 20,000. It's got over 85,000 K on it now. I've put, I fixed the brakes on it and I put tires and that's it. Not a single problem. I'm not saying that it couldn't, you won't have any problems, but I agree with you. You know, not everybody's going to drive their vehicle uh, when you buy a used. You just don't know. That's now why you got, I bought, you got a limited slip or what kind of rear end you got? Uh, it's just whatever it came with. I believe they, I think they automatically all come with limited slip nowadays. I don't think you can buy one that doesn't have that. And, uh, you know, but four wheel drive is nice when you need it. But like I say, I hardly ever need it. Good That's stuff. I appreciate the advice, Bruce. Really good stuff. Hey, call yeah, back no more problem. often. It was good. I, I enjoyed talking to you. Where were you at? Are you up in Canada or? Yeah, near Vancouver. Uh, yeah, I would call. You know what? I didn't know your schedule, and uh, I've been bummed out the last uh, week because I kept catching your show in the last ten minutes. And gotcha. I was like, Shit, I would have called in, <laughs> but there was already too many callers lined up, and you guys were running out of time. And you guys keep up the good work on Better Lately. I got a chance Definitely. to check out you and, and uh, Canadian Patriot 17. You guys did a good job, so keep Thanks. up the good work. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, brothers. Yeah, I've been a big yeah, – I, I don't know too much about you, Bruce, but I'm a big fan of – I've talked to Canadian Patriot several times. I'm a big fan of his, and I know if you guys are working together, you guys got some great stuff going on. So I'll definitely check your next show. What's your What's your schedule for that show? Uh, tonight we're on again, uh, 9 o'clock Pacific. Uh, what is it? Sorry, eight o'clock Pacific, eleven o'clock Eastern, and then uh, Wednesday and Thursday, same thing. And then Sundays, we do a Sunday show, one o'clock in the afternoon Pacific, 
four o'clock Eastern. Which so platform? Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Monday Wednesday, Wednesday, Friday, thir- and Thursday. Sunday. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and oh. yeah, we we skip Friday because it's such a stacked night with Red Pill and Craig and Brad, and so we we thought we'd pick the holes in the schedule, try to fit in somewhere. It's impossible now. Yeah, yeah it's, it's impossible. Good. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep adding more, more and more. It's yeah. going to be impossible at some point. We're all just going to have to roll with it. But good stuff, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, he's better lately. Uh, he's here on Foxhole. You guys are on DLive as well, right? DLive and Foxhole. Yeah, same name, better lately on both platforms. Awesome. Appreciate Thanks. the call, Bruce. Thanks, guys. Have a good afternoon. You too, brother. Good stuff, Bruce. Bye. Appreciate you very much, man. Have a great, great day, bro. Okay, bye. Good stuff, guys. Well, um, for the most part, Joe, I'm going to go with a decent test for the first show. Definitely we have an echo coming from you. I'll fix that tonight. Uh, We'll figure out whatever that problem is. It's because we selected the wrong audio. So um, we'll get that fixed. And we appreciate you guys kind of putting up with a first uh, show test for the day uh, today, guys. Um, I'm going to mute everything. Oh, you can still hear me in Discord, right? Or no. Anyways, I'll just keep talking. I don't, I'm not sure if you can hear me in Discord or not. I don't know if you can hear me at all, actually. <laughs> Apparently, no. Apparently, Joe's audio is trashed. So, well, that figures. It worked good all the way up to the end. Uh, let me try. Uh, let's see. Joe, can you hear me? Yep, yep. Yeah, there we go. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, That. sorry, that's so weird, dude. So anytime we're on Zoom with a Zoom call, we got to mute everything on Discord and deafen everything. And then when the Zoom call's over, I got to close the Zoom call out, go to Discord, unmute everything on Discord. So anyways, thank you all so much for being here today. Really appreciate it. You guys had awesome calls as per usual uh looking forward to amy joe's show after the show and this week guys we have a fully packed schedule uh tomorrow with todd benzman uh what else we got wednesday with christopher wright uh who is from right side broadcasting and friday with methods i'm super looking forward to that have a great night everyone Indeed, you're going to have a great week for sure, and I'm really looking forward to what Amy Joe brings for us. And so that will be probably give me about 20 minutes or so usually to reset everything. And we'll work on uh, we'll, we'll continue to work on the the way the show. I, th- I kind of like the layout, so give me some more feedback, guys. If you not if you don't like it, you think we should go back to the other way, we can do that too. But I kind of want to tweak this some more. I'm going to keep working on it. So thanks for uh, bearing with us. I appreciate it big time today, guys. And as always, don't forget uh, check out the website when you guys get time. That's how you can help with the show in any way you can. Really just. Help spread the word for us. That's really what I would like if you could do that. Uh, with that, I want to say uh, thank you all for being here. Johnny, uh, Dude Man, uh, Uncle Krusty, Polly D, thank for all you do behind the scenes. Uh, Thumper Rose, Amy Joe, Truly, uh, Old One, Chris, Brad, good to see you guys. Thank you all for being here uh, and appreciate you guys very much. Back here tomorrow, 5 Eastern, as always, with Todd Bensman. With that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. We will see you guys tomorrow. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. 
Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.